everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest and most prestigious network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms in the world. I'm your host, Peter Waltz, and in this series today, we're talking about specific issues affecting businesses and organizations all around the world that are impacted by this virus. I'm looking at our count as of this morning, there are 97,000 cases confirmed all across the world, 80,000 of those being in mainland China, 6,000 South Korea, 3,800 in Italy, and so forth. As of this morning, we have about 165 cases confirmed in the U.S., certainly not as impacted yet as the rest of the world, but certainly a serious consideration that our firms are addressing every day with their clients on how we prepare for the impending issues around the spread of this terrible virus. Uh, joining me on the call today is Mary Snyder from our member in Oklahoma, Crow and Dunleavy. And Mary just wrote an article on some of the issues our employers need to think about with regard to workplace safety. And uh, Mary, welcome to the program. Well, thank you. So Mary, I wanna just talk about this article. And this article, by the way, will be available to all members on the ELA website, which is ela.law. Just visit the Crow Dunleavy page and you'll get a link to this article. Um, but let's fill them in a little bit of what your concern was here. Something about, you know, how businesses are inquiring with regard to illness and where privacy and some of the other issues may come into play. Explain it to us if you would. Sure. Well, employers are wanting to be proactive to make sure they keep their workforce safe. And, and of course, that's very important. However, one of the things that uh, I'm trying to make sure that employers remember is that there are limits in regard to what sort of inquiries and examinations you can do in regard to a current employee. And these restrictions come from the Americans with Disabilities Act, the ADA. And um, the ADA defines what is a medical inquiry or a medical examination much more broadly than you might think of that uh, just in normal language. And so, for example, taking someone's temperature would probably be considered a medical examination under the ADA. And likewise, if someone has, is showing no symptoms, ha doesn't show that they have a cough, asking that person questions about, have you been coughing? Have you had a fever? Things like that are probably medical inquiries. And according to the ADA, um, you can't make those inquiries of an employee. And it doesn't matter in that context whether they're disabled or not. The ADA still protects them from these medical examinations and inquiries. So, so the question is, a, a, a disability really isn't a physical disability or a mental disability. It could be anything that could be impeding the uh, essential job functions of the employee based on some medical condition. Well, not exactly. Um, in this context, the ADA just does different things. If we're talking about can you terminate an employee for um, a disability, then you have to really get into, well, what is a disability? And, and honestly, in this context, the courts and the EEOC have come to differing conclusions over whether a virus is a disability. 
But what's important to remember is that the ADA protects employees from medical, medical inquiries and examinations, regardless of whether they have a disability. It's just kind of a different portion of the ADA that protects employees from even having these inquiries made, whether they have a disability or not. So, so let's just, I mean, again, this is, a, this is an interesting challenge because as coworkers, you know, know each other in the office and everybody's aware of some of the challenges that are happening. I, as of yesterday, I know that Italy is now in a level three travel advisory, only necessary travel going there. So let's say I went to the office and I went to Europe for a vacation. And now I'm back from my vacation and I have a little cough and I did go to Italy and all my friends know that. And they say, hey, are you feeling okay? Um, and, and a colleague asks a question. I go, yeah, no, I'm not really feeling too good. Is, is it something that, you know, just by through the normal course of, you know, in exchange among colleagues that someone might reveal that they are sick and that they did travel? Is this all, is this in any way a violation of any ADA restrictions if people are just discussing it? Or where does the line come from? Well, there is a lot packed into that question. <laughs> so let's dissect it a little bit. Uh, first of all, um, conversations between coworkers versus inquiries made by a manager or human resources are different things. Um, so um, the ADA does not control what a coworker asks another coworker, but it, it does govern what an employer can do as far as an inquiry. So if it's a manager or HR, that's where we're concerned about the inquiries. But then we have to even go deeper than that because the guidance from the EEOC on this subject in the context of a pandemic is that whether or not you can make these inquiries is going to be very fact dependent. So the hypothetical that you just gave, this person had just traveled to a place where maybe there is active community spread of COVID-19. In that context, it may very well be okay to make an inquiry because what an employer has to show in order to, for, for one of these inquiries to be permissible is that um, either the employee's ability to perform essential job functions may be impaired by a medical condition. So if the employee is not feeling well, isn't seemingly able to concentrate, is coughing so much that they're not even able to be at their computer doing their work, then perhaps uh, that would justify the inquiry uh, by itself. If you go to the other reason that the EOC has said, yes, you can make these medical inquiries, you go to, well, is the employee going to pose the direct threat? Well, what the EOC has said in the context of a pandemic is that we need to be looking at the guidance that is coming from the CDC and or your local and state health departments to determine is this person at a high risk level. I would argue that even if they're at a medium risk level, that's probably enough at, for a direct threat, although there's a little bit more uh, argument that needs to be made there. Um, so if somebody has traveled to where COVID-19 is actively spreading and they are now exhibiting some symptoms, I believe that even an inquiry from HR or a manager would be appropriate. However, if the, this employee has been 
uh, here where I am in Oklahoma. We don't yet have any cases confirmed of COVID-19 here. And that employee is coughing a little bit to then start making additional inquiries uh, at this time would potentially be a problem under the ADA. Now, if, so, so we, if we were, I'm just, again, trying to do some research on the fly with you on this, but, but with any other illness, if, if an employee appears to be sick, an employer can ask them to see a doctor or can ask them to, to go home because they're sick. Um, COVID-19 or not. So perhaps the, the, the best course of action is, is the same one we would have with any other disease. If there's an employee with a cold and we don't want it contagious, we can say, hey, you know, Mary, maybe you should work from home today uh, and see a doctor. And if you said, no, I don't want to do that. I want to stay at work and keep coughing and sneezing. The employer can insist that you, you leave the workspace without violating any any ADA or EEOC regulations. Is that correct? Correct. Now, most employers don't do that when it is the common cold. And that's what makes COVID-19 different is that people, there's a high level of fear uh, involved. And so people are, are not used to sending an employee home just because they're exhibiting some symptoms. And yet now they're saying, maybe I want to. Um, and so it feels uncomfortable, but yes, that is permissible. Interesting. So now it's going to be an interesting uh, unfolding of things where employees that normally have a cold would come to work. Maybe they won't come to work. I know in some of the other articles we've been reading on and reporting on that many companies are establishing this work at home policy and employees are taking it on just to be uh, just precautionary. Um, but again, this could change the entire way the workforce unfolds. So it's interesting to see that we're, we're looking into these issues. Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you for the article. And uh, again, for our audience, you can check this out on the ELA website at the Crow Dunleavy page. Also search for what employers should know about in workplace safety amid the coronavirus outbreak. The article is written by Mary P. Schneider. And again, she's with Crow Dunleavy out of Oklahoma. So Mary, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. For those that are listening to our podcast, would like to subscribe, visit us at the Apple, Apple Podcast Store or find us on our website at ela.law. Follow us on LinkedIn at the Employment Law Alliance or on Twitter at ELA Global. For the ELA, I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening. <laughs>